Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to wrap up and finish my list for top 5 best TV shows with number 1, which is going to be for this. Alright, so if you may, as you may have guessed, uh, Breaking Bad is number one on my list, still number one on my list, um, of course, of best TV shows. Um, yeah, so I'm here to talk about Breaking Bad uh, again and tell you why it's number one on my list, which I've spoken about before, but I shall do it again on this particular podcast. Um, I believe Breaking Bad is the best TV show I've ever seen. I believe it is the most consistently paced, consistently well-paced and, and most consistently great uh, TV show I've ever seen. I think it's probably one of the best acted TV shows I've ever seen. I think it's got one of the one of the simplest plots that you know. Guy gets cancer, wants to make crystal meth because he sees what his um, was it brother-in-law Hank yeah introduces him to with of course the whole crystal meth drug thing. He knows how to cook. Jesse is there. Jesse knows the business. He knows the drugs. Uh, I believe that was almost a line that that uh, Walter White said. Uh, I I know that I know the chemistry. You know the business sort of thing. Uh, very nice, simple setup with an end game set from basically day one, which is you know I'm going to I'm dying. I've got inoperable. Was, was it inoperable lung cancer? I've got that. I'm going to work with Jesse and you know make these drugs and sell them and then build up you know enough money by the time that I die, I will then die and then you know pass the money to my family. And that is the end game. So from pretty much the pilot from minute one, um, right up until well, El Camino, really, to be honest. Uh, of course, I'm not really here to talk about El Camino as well, but you know, Breaking Bad, the series, of course. But El Camino is the uh, ending section, uh, the the extended ending sort of section to, of course, Jesse's story in uh, Breaking Bad. But of course, Breaking Bad itself is about Walter's story and how that ends and begins and the whole journey of that. Um, yeah, I, I still haven't come across a series, at least this year, maybe I will do next year, who knows, that in my opinion is better than Breaking Bad, still not found the one, found one that's better, um, some, I, I found very, 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 very few people that dislike Breaking Bad and say that it's like, okay, a bad TV show or they don't like it, and again, there's a difference there, you can recognise Breaking Bad as being a good show, but maybe you don't think it's your favourite, or, well, I don't know how you could like it, but think it's bad. The, the other way around, of course. But, um, yeah, some people recognise it as a great show, but it's not their kind of cup of tea. Completely understandable. That's uh, completely fine, whatever. Uh, that's on your list or your opinion or whatever. And this is, of course, my list and my opinion. Um, yeah, so I, I do... You kind of look up Breaking Bad and think, okay, you set up your plot and whatever, and you set up everything in episode one. Of course, there's, you know, things that come later down the line. Gus, Mike... Um, Soul or Jimmy, whatever, all happened later down the line, or who are all great additions and villains and characters and whatnot to the series. But there's not too many series that get made in this day and age that just from minute one to the last minute know what it is, what it's going to do. Um, apart from, of course, you know, the whole changing in Jesse's fate because he was going to get killed off at the end of season one, wasn't he? That was the original plan, but it, it, it was something to do with either they liked Aaron Paul too much or it was they liked Jesse too much. I can't remember which way around it was, or probably both. Um, but that happened, and, and uh, of course, Vince Gilligan, the creator, showrunner, everything, uh, decided obviously to, obviously to keep him around and 
I think we can all agree for the better. I think this would have been a wildly different show if Jesse was not in seasons two through five. Um, and you, you kind of wonder what what would that look like? Who, who would who would actually have been Walter's partner throughout all that? Like, would uh, Jimmy have gotten involved earlier? I don't really know. I, I'd be I've never actually surprisingly heard an interview where uh, where um, Vince has talked about. What would have happened in uh, post season one if Jesse had been killed off? Um, I, I assume he would have just been shot or something like that, probably by Tuco, maybe. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Yeah, surprisingly I've never come across an interview where he's actually discussed that. I'd be interested to know what the original plans were like okay how was he gonna die what was the plan and yeah i mean one of the fundamental core things of this series is that relationship between the two of them how it gets broken repaired broken repaired and you know the betrayals and uh of course all the jane things that happen in this series that all the things that happen with jane in this series and um you, you kind of have to take a step back and think okay what would have i mean who who would have been with walter um, in most of those scenes, if Jesse was dead, it's uh, interesting to to know. I mean, maybe he would have introduced a different character in season two or something, or maybe I don't know. Maybe Skinny Pete gets more involved, or Badger gets more involved. I find that a little bit less likely, but who knows? We never know. But um, yeah, I just think. Uh, and another thing that Breaking Bad does really, really well, which I've of course discussed before, is cold opens. Giving you a cold open that most of the time doesn't make sense, is out of context, but is usually explained at least within a couple of episodes. Of course, you had the whole, uh, was it uh, Teddy Bear in the Pool thing for quite a few episodes, and that would confuse people, and of course we knew that was from the plane crash thing later on in the season, um, which is uh, probably one of the big highlights for the series, Of uh, honestly, the whole, you know... Um, just 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 the way that kind of connects to everything. If you think about that particular plotline of um, what was it? Walter letting Jane die, and then Jane's dad obviously knows about that. Can't concentrate at work. He crashes the plane, and then the teddy bear falls into Walter White's pool. And Walter White was the was the guy who let Jane die, but he let Jane die in terms of getting Jesse back on the right track. Um, and it it takes some planning to do some things like that. It might seem sometimes like when we watch certain things on TV that like, oh yeah, that makes sense that you'd put that together. But you still have to think of those things and then actually put them together and whatnot. 
Uh, and I think that, um, I mean, in terms of showrunners and whatnot, I can't think of someone better than Vince Gilligan right now. Um, some people would say, you know, Kurt Sutter maybe, but I don't think Sons of Anarchy is anywhere near as good as, um, or Anarchy rather, not Anarchy. Anarchy uh, is anywhere near as good as Breaking Bad. I liked Sons of Anarchy, Anarchy and uh, it was a good show, but not on the level of um, a Breaking Bad type of thing. Um, who else do you have? I mean, you've got people like Frank Darabont, who did a season of The Walking Dead. You've got people like... Um, who's the um, the deuce, the wire guy? Is David Simon, I think that's his name. Uh, you've also got people like Damon Lindelof, of course, Lost, Leftovers, and at the moment, Watchmen. Um... And, uh, yeah, but, yeah, I, I think th- those are some of the best showrunners I can think of off the, off the top, of my, top, top of my head. Uh, I mean, Angela, Angela Kang is doing a great job at the moment with The Walking Dead, but I don't know if you could quite put her up on that sort of level at the moment. Um, we'll see in, like, I don't know, five seasons or whatever, if, if the show's still on in five seasons, uh, how well she's doing. But she's probably one of the better showrunners of The Walking Dead. Probably the best showrunner, on, honestly, since... Frank Darabont has been uh, on the show. So yeah, just in terms of comparing Vince himself to other successful showrunners that I can think of at least, uh, he's probably the best one uh, of the bunch. So I think that's uh, kind of cool as well. So yeah, don't know what else I can really say about um, Breaking Bad that hasn't been said before or been said already. But uh, yeah, it uh, holds a pretty special place with me, I think. And um yeah, again, you know, in as I said with Game of Thrones, it'll be very interesting in you know ten years. Are, are people still are people discovering Breaking Bad for the first time in ten years? Will they then go on to watch Better Call Saul and El Camino? And um, yeah, it's only those three things. And I was thinking of something else that's coming up, but that's Better Call Saul season five itself. Um, so yeah, what, what will people think of this show in ten years? Will they still regard it as one of the top five shows, best shows of all time? Will Will I still regard it as that? We'll have to wait and see. Of course, we don't know what's going to be out in ten years' time, or what the what TV is going to look like in ten years' time. Um, will you know where will the cast of this show be in ten years' time? We don't know, but um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting on reflection in about ten years' time, or even five years' time. You know, uh, to see what people are making of uh, Breaking Bad and and. Of course, the other side of the coin, you know, once TV probably changes again in 10 years and people discover Breaking Bad for the first time, how do they perceive Breaking Bad over what's out at that time? Um, Of course, we don't know what that's going to be. So, yeah, interesting stuff. I love Breaking Bad. I think it's amazing. I think it's the best show I've seen, as I've said, obviously, repeatedly, and it's uh, at number one on my list. Um, What do you guys think? What is number one on your list? What do you think is the best show that you've seen? Uh, not your favourite, the best show, uh, something to keep in mind, of course. Um, where, where would Breaking Bad be on your list? Would it even be on your list? Do you hate Breaking Bad? Do you love it? Are you somewhere in the middle? Or are you in somewhere in the middle where, like I said, do you recognise how good it is, but just not your cup of tea, which is, of course, completely fine as well. Where do you fall down on the Breaking Bad scale, uh, I suppose? Let me know, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Alright, that's what I've got for you. That's the top five for this year. Um, I think next year I'm going to do films, probably. That'll be the next medium for me to jump into, wouldn't it? So, um, yeah, I'll probably see you at the end of 2020 for top five best films. And, of course, I'll have to think about what they are between now and then. So, yeah, thank you all very much for listening. Of course, you can find all the other content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Um, There's the Amazon affiliate link, of course. That's where you can, of course, shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra. 
iTunes feeds, please write, review, and subscribe to those. Um, what else is there that we've got? Of course, social media. Please share them on Facebook and Twitter. Um, retweet them on Twitter. Put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to. All that good stuff. Uh, video games. You can watch us play different video games. Me and David stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. And look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Thanks for listening. And I will see you on whatever we do next. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.